Pickaxe. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Everybody and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Happy right. New Year! It's 2019. Yeah. Well, it's almost February actually. So yeah. I mean, like when this Happy podcast February. is going out. Happy February! It's um, how you guys doing? February's not very long, obviously, because it's got like a couple of days off, and then you know we're plowing into the year. We're wow. like, bam! Jeez, give it a good old <laughs> plow that. Plowing out more like erotic than I had planned. Just you know what I did smashing. last weekend? I fucking plowed your year. Fucking bitch. <laughs> plowed right into that year. Plowed the fuck out of your year. Your fucking love. Year was fucking loving it. Uh, year hasn't been plowed that hard since 2012. I'll tell you what. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. that was a good year. No, oh, holy 2012 shit. is a vintage year, I'd say. I don't yeah. even remember it. I can't even remember what happened. Yeah. Talking of vintage years, uh, Sips posted a flipping picture of his student ID from yeah, 1996. He <laughs> looked like a GI. Man, I got, the, I, got, I got the student card from 97 as well, but I think like in 97, I must have changed wallets or something because the, the, the 97 <laughs> student year. card is very like... Not grimy, but you know when you have something in your wallet and your wallet's always in your back pocket and you sit on it all the time? Yeah. It's mm. got like that fade on it sort of thing. So it's harder to take a picture. Thing is, uh, when I was in high school, they didn't have digital cameras. So every picture I have of myself from an early age is yeah. a developed photo in an yeah. album somewhere in my <laughs> yeah. mom's house that I have <laughs> no access to. So yeah. It's weird because, yeah. you know, that the 2009-2019 thing that's been going around on Twitter and everything like that. I, yeah. I, I don't have that many pictures from 2009, like, of me. I mean, um, I haven't changed I've much since 2009 because I wasn't 12 in 2009 Right, exactly. Either. Yeah, I was I'm just like, like 30, here's me with so. slightly more hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I thought I'd go back to 1999, but yeah, I, I hit the same wall, which is... I didn't have a fucking just bald, digital still camera. the same, just, just yeah. exactly yeah. the same problem. Yeah. Yeah. Same man, just yeah. you had like a big afro, but you just look the same. Otherwise. You're like um, a Patrick Stewart, P. Flex. That's the thing. You know, you do, you look ageless because because the hair is such a big part of your appearance that <laughs> when you don't have any. Like, I don't think you just Patrick don't Stewart to looks age. ageless. Have you seen him recently? Looks old as fuck. Motherfucker's Does aging. He? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, he is like 80 years old now. I mean, yeah. come on. And he looks it. Which, he which does, yeah. Take, makes your point fucking ridiculous. Totally moot. Well, totally moot. I don't know. I still reckon he could pull off the old Captain Picard. When did he do Captain Picard? How long They're ago was that? They're doing it, aren't they? They're doing like a reunion something well, this or is other, what I heard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is what they do with Star Trek. If you think about the Star Trek movies... 
wasn't there a Simpsons episode, Star Trek Eleven? So very tired, I think is what it's called. Something like and that, they're, yeah. they're all like really old. Like Captain Klingons off the starboard bow. Again with the Klingons. You know, it's just like <laughs> the they're same shit. But they're yeah. all done with it, yeah. Eighty seven was when he started doing Next Generation. God damn. I know. That's that's like thirty years ago. Over you know, that, thirty years ago. That was ago. that was some fucking ahead of its time TV. Right I was there. just gonna say, yeah, that it was it's impressive that that came out in eighty seven. That's nuts. Because most TV in the eighties, hate to break it to you, kids, was fucking awful. It was pretty it was bad, really yeah. Really fucking bad. I remember it fondly, but it was pretty bad. But yeah. like the A Team and Night Rider, those weren't kids shows. They were primetime shows. MASH. Remember yeah. Tour of Duty? Did you ever see that one? Tour of Duty. Filmed in Tour some of... guy's backyard. Yeah, in pretty California. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember A Team. Oh, and man. then they had like Dynasty and Dallas and all those yeah. as well. They were all on. By the way, we, we haven't done the podcast in a while. We've gone straight into nostalgia. Straight back to the 80s. Straight yeah. back. You didn't have phones. We had Straight paper back. cups. Okay, well let's so let's talk about something recent then. What have you guys been? What have you guys been doing post? We don't need to talk about the holidays because everybody just does the same yeah, shit all the yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we don't need to talk about that. What have you done since New? What What have you done in 2019 of any note whatsoever? Le- I got one. Okay. Listen to this. All right. It ends in a tragedy as well. This oh, is this God. is quite the tale. So in 2019, from from New Year's Eve, when the clock ticked over to 2019, I played Dota, okay? I played Dota. I played 13 games of Dota, mm-hmm. and I won them all, okay? Did you I was really? on a huge win streak for 2019. Nobody had ever beaten me in 2019. And then I made the mistake of joining a game with Cock Wobblemeister, and now... <laughs> And now my my perfect record has been tarnished. I've got one loss, and I haven't played since. It hit me hard. This was God. maybe a week ago, but Why also you play I've been with playing Cock Wobblemeister. He's like as bad as I've it gets. I've been playing an anime gacha game as well, which has taken oh, up a lot of my son time. Of a so. Bitch. But um, yeah, I know. I don't know why I did. It was a low prio game as well. Oh my. Oh, Even it worse. worse. I know. It was like a, a single draft. And, you know, every time you get into a single draft, you know that the that the enemy team is going to luck out and get their favorite heroes. Because yeah. these guys stomped the shit out of us. Like, it was crazy. It was so, so disheartening. So I haven't played since. Oh, oh God. The these games. The way it goes. I'm so glad I quit. What did you do, Lulu? I've played so many different games over the last, like... Because I've been going through all these top games of 2018, right? Right. right. I've been playing... All the best games from 2018. And, man, there's some amazing games out there. Some really, really interesting, fun, like, genres like point and clicks. And, you know, there's, there's like, mystery games and platformers and puzzle games and strategy games and, like, iPhone games and VR stuff. Like, I've just been playing oh, man, I tell you a whole what, mix. That, that new um, Imperator Rome um, game by Paradox is awesome. Yeah. Have you seen any of the um, yeah. like the dev stuff about it? Fuck, I, it looks really it. good. It looks good. So, I, yeah, love, I love that, that, era, that era. Do you watch yeah, some movies? Yeah. I, watched, um, I watched a movie yesterday on Netflix for some reason. Right. I, I, I watched a movie. I just had it on in the background while I was playing other stuff. And it was called Christine, right? And it was about um, about Christine Chubbuck. And I recognized her name. Okay, but I, Who? Well, 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 I recognized her a little bit, but I didn't know why. And uh, she Christine was Christine like, Chungus? Christine Chubbuck. She was like famous because she, uh, in the 70s, Chungus. she in the, in the 70s, went like a little bit like. Oh, I'm Simpsons. reading it. Yeah, I, I've seen this. She what was the first it? person to commit suicide on live TV. Ever. Christine. Ever. Well, I mean, I, I assume there's not actually that many people who've committed suicide live on TV, yeah. but. 
Christine, in a film based on true events, an awkward but ambitious TV reporter struggles to adapt when she's ordered to focus on violent and salacious stories. Yes, that's the thing that we were talking about already. Like, you know, back when Sips was in Vietnam, when that picture was taken, you know, the press was all like hungry for crap and and drivel and salacious stuff, you know, sex sells and all this, you know, it was a big big time. You know, journalism always has to strive and fight against... The increment, the, you know, the the the, the tabloidy crap. Yeah. You know? Christine Chubbuck. Oh, yeah. 29-year-old yeah, television reporter, Sarasota, yeah. Florida. It's quite a sad story, really. But yeah, that's I, tragic. I, I, it was a bit tragic. And and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I've been watching tons of, tons of shitty movies. And it, it wasn't a great movie, honestly. I'd give it like a fucking solid four out of ten. But yeah, I, I felt like I, when I was watching it, I was like, I'm, I'm like PFLAX now. Because PFLAX just turns on the TV and watches whatever crap movie's on that day, right? Whereas I'm the same. I, I just click on whatever Netflix like shits out at me that day and saying? just leave it You're on You're saying I'm not a selective what? viewer that I just watch whatever? He just I, watches I like whatever crap is on. He's one of those. It's nice though sometimes. But just... why, why are you throwing me under that bus? I'm not throwing you under the bus. You did. I'm you said I watch just... TV like PFLAX. I just watch any old shit. Where it's did you easy get that to from? just scapegoat a dad. That's yeah. why. You know, they, don't, dad. they have no feelings. They don't do anything interesting. You know, they just watch whatever crap is on I'm TV. I'm offended. I, I don't They don't even look at the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes before they watch something. <laughs> Tell me a movie that you've watched the last two days, P-Flex. Last two days? Uh, I watched some a Harry Potter movie with my kids, but I've been <laughs> I've been away for a week and a half, so I haven't I haven't been doing uh, movie watching. But I did watch Bird Box before I went away. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the one I saw. That that Sandra Bullock uh, yeah. blindfolds herself and does stuff. She. That's exactly it. That's a good summary. I I, I actually when I came down to Bristol for Christmas, I bought the book. Because um, I needed something to read, um, you know, when I was not working with you guys and I was in the, the hotel room. So I, I read it and like, it's a real easy read. It's, it's quite badly written. And oddly <laughs> enough, I hadn't seen this done before. The book ends and then there's like another 30, 40 odd pages. And you're like, what's all this? It must be like a fucking the author going on and on, on and on about the book or whatever. He's like stuck another short story at the back. Nice. So I, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was terrible. The, the short story was awful. I got a part way through it. And I was like, this is garbs and threw it away. But... It was like, what, why on earth would you cheat me by giving, selling me a book called Bird Box and then the last like eighth of the book ain't Bird Box, it's just some other shit. It's, it's bird-brained is what the last eighth of the book is. Nice. I felt cheated. Well done. I felt cheated. So, do you reckon they had to do that to just like pad it out to like the recommended novel length? Or exactly. Or the book would be too thin and people why, wouldn't buy it? Why is it called Bird Box? So it, it's basically... Um, the, the gist of it is that there are these creatures or something. We're not quite sure what. But if you look at them, you go crazy and either kill yourself or the people around you and then yourself, right? So there's right. something, some entity uh, that is out there. And if you see it, you, you go bonkers. Right. Um, oh, so it's like a sci-fi sort of thing. Yeah, sort of worlds over, right. kind of, you know, that kind of right. stuff. Um, I so, thought it was like, I because I, my wife was telling me about it. She's like, this, there's this fucking stupid ass, like, Netflix, I don't know what they're doing. Like, why is Sandra Bullock going around with the blindfold on, well, doing stuff? And then they had like to like you would need to watch the movie. They to had to find release a statement that said, "Don't <laughs> fucking go around with a blindfold on in your everyday yeah. life because it's dangerous as yeah. well." So I, I thought it was like oh, you're the right. true story of a person who decided to bird do everything with challenge. a the bird blindfold challenge. on or yeah. something. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a real life sort no, of no, thing. No, no, no. It's like no. It's, it's like, so the the gist of it is you have to wear a blindfold because if you look at them. 
even if you look at video footage of them, you, you go nuts. So right. the bird boxes, because they, they have a box with some birds in it, and the birds go, if something comes close. So they thought it would act as like a sort of a warning system. Right. Um, for, for it if these uh, creatures it were seems there. that it, it sounds similar to like the, the, the quiet place. Remember we saw that? It Lewis? is, it is a little bit similar to the quiet place, um, or right. a quiet place, but, um, but it's, it's different. The, a quiet place was a lot better. The, the no, I thought that movie the, was great. I mean, yeah, it, was, it great. was one of those movies that I went into with no expectations whatsoever. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't right. know who was in it. I didn't know anything about it. I just got dragged to the movie theater yeah. by two guys who were like, yeah, let's watch this. And and I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. So it, it's similar-ish, I guess, in that it's like a family, end of the world, some monsters. But honestly, the, the book for Bird Box isn't great. It's like it's okay. And the film is is pretty bad. Like, I don't know why right. it's it's so widely watched. I think because it's got Sandra Bullock and she's got a blindfold on and you wanna, you're you like, why is she wearing a blindfold? So you kind of watch it to see what's up. But it, it's, right. I mean, it's pretty bad, honestly. And they, they missed out a lot of stuff that made the book actually quite good and creepy. It's right. just kind of fuck, it was just kind of garbs, but anyway. Um, so that was probably the last film I watched. I don't recommend it, in all honesty. Uh, but actually, actually, the last film I did watch was True Sight, the new episode of True Sight, the, uh, the Dota movie, which is about um, how OG won TI-8. Right. Oh. So that was where I was. I, for the last uh, week and a half, I was in, I was in Bucharest for, for about eight days, doing, there was a tournament there. Um, and then after that, I went to Copenhagen, uh, got back yesterday, and I was the co-host of the premiere in the Palace Theatre in Copenhagen, and I was the uh, the, the stage host with, wow. Kate, with Casey, and we introduced the film, everybody watches the film, and then we got the team on the stage and we interviewed them for about half an hour, um, I had questions from the audience and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, it was cool, that was what I did. And that was why there was that guy that posted that picture, I retweeted it, where he said met PFLAX today and there was like a Reddit thread and it wasn't that's me. hilarious. It was just some other fucking guy. It so it's so much like you as well, but like it's not quite. Like me. But <laughs> you know, what? like it was a bald guy with glasses basically, and it was just quite funny. Yeah, he was like PFLAX, <laughs> but the guy played along with it. So he was, ch- the, you know, the guy that thought it was me was chatting to this guy. Yeah, and the other guy was like pretending to be me. He was Hilarious. just going along with it. Was this just in, in, in Copenhagen? Go- in Denmark. As well. Yeah, yeah, in Copenhagen. So the guy well, must have like, been out the You premier. were like in the background. <laughs> I wish I had been. That would have been a fucking funny picture, but no. But yeah, so that was the last film that I watched. Um, and I, it was great, honestly. It was a really nice. Copenhagen's beautiful. Hanging out with all the Valve guys is really cool. And the movie's amazing. Even if you don't like uh, Dota, I, I recommend watching it. Um, it. It's really, really interesting to see the. Uh, inside the booth during this game and see how the two teams talk to each other and what they say about the other teams and stuff. And they, for the key moments of the of the games, they've got these little source filmmaker clips that run to sort of explain what was happening and to show the action. So rather than just right. show, rather than just always show the in-game action, sometimes they have these these SFM movies uh, and that's that adds to the hype. It's really, really cool. It's really cool. Nice. So yeah, that, that was that was worth it. So you actually did something kind of cool in 2019 so I far. I did, yeah. Whereas me and Lewis probably haven't. I mean, I'm, Lewis, <laughs> I'm guessing nothing. you haven't done shit. Well, it's only January, guys. Nah, I just got, nothing. It, this is like a race where I got started real early, and you're like, shit, he's already yeah. around the first corner, and here we are still plodding along, but don't worry. I'll, I'll like, I got a new fence. That was nice. finished. No, no, you know what? That was finished before Christmas, so that's technically oh, a two, 2018. Yeah, so. All right, I got another thing that happened. Mrs. F watched Marie Kondo, or Mary Kondo. The, the tidying lady. She tidying. Has a, she oh, has yeah. a series on Netflix. So Mrs. F 
when I first started going out with her, I went round to her house. So she would have been about 18. I would have been about 19. And her room was the messiest thing I've ever seen. Right, My, my house was really tidy when I was younger. I used to keep my room real tidy. My mom was really a tidy kind of person. You so ran a to, tight ship. Yeah, ran a, ran a tight fucking ship. Went to Mrs. F's house. I was like, Jesus Christ, her room is a... She s- did not run a tight she ship. She did not. Her ship was loose. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it was wow. all over the fucking place. <laughs> don't, don't, don't spread that rumor around. But, but this was one fucking loosey-goosey room, I'm telling you. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And generally speaking, I'm a pretty untidy person now. I've fallen into bad ways. I, I hoard shit. I've got like all stuff from when I was oh, God, tell 15. Me about I've it. got CDs and D&D stuff and comics and stuff. I hate throwing stuff away. But she watches this series, and now she's obsessed with Mary Kondo, to the point where I came home from Denmark, and she opened the drawer where I keep my t-shirts, and she said, look at this. And all my t-shirts were neatly folded into like a sausage shape and in lines, like in rows. So I open the drawer, and I can see all my t-shirts instantly. They're all just fucking in there. Now, normally I just stuff them in there, like I'm trying to hide evidence. But instead, she, she had them all. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things like, they, you know, this stuff happens a lot, right? Where... Something that works well in Japan and you go to Japan, you expect to see that in Japan is fine, but it doesn't work like in the West, right? Like uh, <laughs> out of Japan. You go to somebody's house talking about? and they're, and they're yeah, trying right. to be more Japanese and you're like, what are you doing? Just put your fucking <laughs> shirts in the drawer. Just stuff them in there. Who cares? Oh, man. We don't need to roll them up nicely and, and make sure that the gap between each rolled up shirt is the same and stuff. We don't do that here. This isn't Japan. You know what Take I mean? Take your like, goddamn foreign shirt rolling yeah, out of my country, right. asshole. I'm going to put it on the fucking floor. How'd you like that? I'm not racist, by not the way. Racist. I'm just I'm just saying He's that. He's not like, racist, but take your Japanese shit and get out. That's yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. No, Violently I'm just, racist. I, <laughs> I, I'm just joking around, but like, I, I don't know. It's like... <laughs> It, I, I, you know, it's it's I, one of I those. Know what you're saying. It's one of those things now, isn't it? It's like everything in Japan is so cool. <laughs> we, we need to do more Japanese things. Let's all do Japanese things. Like, okay, <laughs> fuck. Like, come right. on. It's that's Let's that is what it's like now, isn't on. it? <laughs> fucking Japanese. Oh. Goddamn Japanese. <laughs> you sound like a like 1960s dad. What's that, a Japanese this is, car? This is Vietnam Sips. <laughs> What's wrong picture? with an American car? All these goddamn Japanese cars. That's not how we do it in America. It's America, goddammit. Uh, he did about a motorcycle. He's a Japanese. I don't want to have goddamn <laughs> Japanese motorcycles up in here. They're taking over. Oh, God. So, so um, she, Mary Kondo, she wrote this book, didn't she? The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I had a copy of it. Like, I, I, I got of course it like you did, three Lewis. or four years ago. Of course you did. Um, and I read it, and it's, it's good. Do you know what? It's really good. It's like, it is very uplifting to have, like, a, a sort of a clean workspace and like clean clean stuff but the thing is it's very different to um store storage right a lot of a lot of what we were all taught previously was that like we all watched hoarders right um yeah, yeah everyone's seen that show yeah where they go into some poor fucker's house and they're just hoard, hoard full of shit from you know floor to ceiling and then look i'm just gonna go i'm just i'm i'm, I'm the guy who's gonna say this all right go for if it you have time to roll up your shirts into fucking neat sauce get a fucking life okay you have too much fucking time on your hands if you're doing that shit with your time and your life all right 
Get a fucking life. Like, Amen, how about brother. that? Amen, brother. Jesus. Well, Who has fucking time to do that shit? But it's stages, Christ. right? It's stages, okay? <laughs> like, so it's like, obviously, one end of the spectrum is the hoarder with the house full of, you know, uh, literally a pile of loads of rolled up newspapers full of shit just in case you, know, you need those. You know, you never know. When Man, I'm lucky need. if I can even wash my shirts, fucking let alone roll them up into sausages and neatly place them <laughs> in right, the drawer. Hang on. Fuck. Then in the middle, I got mustard stains all over my t-shirts. It's like in the middle of the spectrum is ordinary humans, <laughs> and then who hang their shirts up or I don't know fold them up right in a pile. Okay, which is where I am. Okay, right. And then there's there's people with too much free time. Yeah, you're right. Like you're right, Sips. Who has time? To roll up all the t-shirts into oh, sausages so and put them in a drawer. Well done. You rolled up your shirts. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> We're all on the same yeah, page here. Yeah, get him, Sips. Fucking get him. Fuck. Well, here, here you go, Pfax. How long is this going to last, though? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, this is it. Because like, here's, here's the point. She's got the fucking kids doing it now. You know what I feel like? She's converted to, uh, like, uh, Jehovah's Witnessism or Scientology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's getting all the fucking kids into it she's telling all the people who come over to the house have you watched mary condo i was like if she fucking tries preaching to my ass i'm gonna burn this place to the fucking ground <laughs> right <laughs> you fucking burn your own house organize down. that how about that how neat is that it's in a little pile of ashes i think this ash pile should be over here and if we clean up the ash away from this area and clear up the child remnants of the, uh, the children's bedrooms from here but i said to her oh, i ain't doing this shit like she said look like as if I was meant to go, this is great, I'm going to do this forever. But I was like, I ain't doing that, ever. <laughs> if you want it, you want it condoed, you better condo that shit yourself, baby. Because I ain't condoing it. You condo it over I, there. I, con I con don't give a shit. I con don't give a shit. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. We have a system in my house that revolves around leaving all of the clean washing in a basket in like a big lump, okay? And you just pick through it for the stuff that you need. Damn Every right. morning, naked. Every goddamn day. And you it comes fine. <laughs> you come down naked in the morning and you fumble through yeah. it until you find a clean pair of pads. It's fine. It it's works. It's fine. You know, <laughs> it, it doesn't fine. look nice, but who fucking cares? Exactly. If, you, if you come to my house and if you don't like that, well, you you can just fucking go back to your own house that's all perfect with rolled up sausage shirts or whatever. You that's know what fine. I want to have? I'm going to have a drawer in my, in my, I'm going to build a shed at the bottom of the garden with one of those big chest freezers in. And anyone that comes to my house and tells me that I should marry Kondo it and it's untidy, I'm going to kill them, roll them up into a neat little sausage, and stack them in rows in my fucking freezer. That's the plan. That's a great idea. Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> you're, like, you're, uh, the, you're like the serial killer equivalent of her. Your Honor, they wouldn't should... shut up about Mary fucking Kondo. <laughs> Alright, I'm innocent. This guy's innocent. Get him out of here. Eric's case dismissed. Case dismissed. Now, where, now, where did I put that paperwork? He opens his drawer, just like a fucking million papers fly out. He's like your spirit animal, the judge. This guy's as messy as I am. Holy shit. The whole jury is all disheveled. Condo? This guy's just. was wearing his wife's this like, jury shirt is backwards. Not only am I going to dismiss these charges, I want this man given the key to the city. And a million dollars annuity a year. You guys find oh, my me. me. 
Oh, shit. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, they, there's a lot to be said, you know, if you, if you have a tidy workspace or you have like a tidy home or whatever, you'll probably not be as mentally unstable or whatever. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> hey, it, it, there's like a link, right, to like your mental state of being and your, your, your physical messiness and stuff. I don't know I, if it's I, a huge You know what? I don't, I, I don't think there is. Here's what I think it is. The people that need that shit and benefit from it have some major psychoses going on somewhere. And the only way they can suppress it, unlike with alcohol or getting high, or just jerking off a lot, which is what most people do, they need to fastidiously tidy things to feel like they have control of their lives. Right. I actually think it's a replacement for actually being well. Like if you go to someone's house and they are obsessively folding and tucking everything into quarters, it must all be neat and tidy, put it away in this right place. Oh, like nuts. They start, start singing Mary Poppins yeah. songs and They stuff, fucking yeah. lost it. I don't think tidying is going to make them better. I think it's just anything. They just need something to focus on to take their, their minds off the crushing inevitability of their shitty lives. There's lots of aspects to this, right? And I think that some of them are like psychological stuff, right? And I think that the main thing that she sort of talks about is that, some, that if you look at an object, it has to spark joy, right? But there's also a classic adage, which I always remember, which is, uh, don't have anything in your house that you do not find useful or beautiful, right? What about my kids? Well, I mean, you find them. You find your kids beautiful, right? <laughs> Maybe not useful, <laughs> anyway. Lewis. They ain't useful. Well, it doesn't have to be. And it could be all. Oh, so right, I mean, okay. the, po the point is that when you look at something and like you know, if it's like a, a mouldering, a dirty old mug, you think that's not really useful or beautiful. Let's clean it and put well, it away, and, and, and then it's, it's not and, there. And more to the point, it's not hygienic. I mean, that's kind of gross, right? Like, you yeah. don't want to leave dirty shit around, obviously. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah I mean, geez, I, I mean, I do the washing up. You know? I'm not going to leave a plate with, like, fucking spaghetti bolognese sauce drawing to it, like, in the middle of my living room. Because right. that's but disgusting. That's, that's, that's slobbery, right? That's yes. disgusting. Yeah. I'm talking about obsessive tidying of shit that has a perfectly decent home already. You I think know what I, mean? I, I think there's a lot of emphasis placed on objects like like you know things that you you buy or whatever. Uh, you shouldn't be attached to these things in the first place. Like if your house burns down, they're gone. You know, like you you want to get people out of there cuz you should care about people. But like, you know, if your fucking uh replica um, you know, fucking Sephiroth body pillow burns in in your house so you shouldn't really care that much who cares right it's just a fucking thing yeah i don't i don't think i have anything i don't really value any material value. things yeah. yeah i wouldn't care if any i lost anything in my house i, I, I care would, if my I kids and if my I wife lost, died but yeah i would be upset if i lost my computer if i lost <laughs> if i lost my vape that would yeah, suck. I mean, yeah but those are super replaceable things i mean jesus i have got a few things i really do give a shit about but it's just things like comics. sentimental things no not really sentimental i just know that I wouldn't be able to replace it. Man, them. all my sentimental things are on Google Drive. Like, I can't think of anything that's not there. You know, well, that's, I, I think you guys don't <laughs> have all, these, all this clutter and this knickknackery crap, I which just clutter. ends up hanging around. I have clutter. And, but, 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 like, a lot of the time, you know, it's hard to get over that psychological barrier when you've got like a little fucking thing that someone gave you or a little, a little, like for example, I get sometimes I get these bits of fan mail, okay? Yeah. Right. And they're really nice and like really nice messages. Or they send me a little gift, okay? Yeah. And I don't know what to do with those things. Do you see what I mean? And they, they end up, I just put, put, put them in a box or, or put them in storage or, or, you know, and storage isn't, 
like that isn't tidying up. You know, what no. you're doing there is is building up. I not think crap, I but, think if you have stuff in storage, you might as well just take it to the dump because you've pretty much said to yourself, "I don't need this thing," and I'll forget about yeah. it, never look at it again. Because I, I a, a couple of years ago when I redid my office here, I built I bought these big shelving units that go in a in a garage normally, and I keep. All my shit, let me just put my green screen down and I'll give you guys a quick inventory, hold on. So, I've got all my best graphic novels and comics going back years. I've got DVDs for movies that I know are super hard to get hold of. I've got all my old Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing books, talking third edition, talking GURPS, talking like original Dragon magazines, a copy of Starfleet Battles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles role-playing game. Uh, some board games that I love that I, nobody ever plays with me anymore, um, <laughs> and a whole bunch of shit like Dota-related stuff, and and all, all loads of old CDs from when I was at university and stuff like that, and loads of books, like books that I love. So that's yeah. my that's my organization. Some old records, some baseball cards, shit right. like that. And it's like I wouldn't be able to replace those easily. And if I lost them in a fire, it would suck. But I haven't touched them in years. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just like, like having them. You know, I just, it's just things that remind me of but stuff I've done. But they're organized and they're tidy. No, I think if my house caught on fire on and burnt down to the ground, yeah. the only things that I would be not even sad to lose, inconvenienced by losing, yeah, yeah. are my passport yeah, and God, the shoebox full of money because I don't trust the banks or the system <laughs> that I keep under my desk. That's about it. That's it. Yeah. I, those are the right. only things that would really inconvenience yeah. me heavily. Everything else is just like, who cares? I would just, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm I'm rich enough to go out and replace, but I got, I'm pretty sure I have contents insurance on my house. So like most of like the, the usual sure. crap, pretty I could replace sure. my bread maker and stuff and my yeah, Alexa, true. no problem. I wouldn't care. Like whatever. It would be annoying because I know that the, the part of me thinks... What if I forgot things I had and didn't yeah. replace them? And then you realize I don't. Then that means I don't need them. Like if it's ah. something where I wouldn't even notice if I lost it, would I? Do yeah. I need it? But I, it's weird the collection. Yeah, well, that's the beauty with things. insurance because if you don't have an inventory, you're like, yeah, I, I did have a, a gigantic uh, framed glossy picture of Marilyn Monroe on my. But no, I didn't have a TV. You know what I mean? You swap and change. Yeah. You're like fucking. You know, I'm 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 almost forty years old. There's certain things that I have in my house that I don't really well, need anymore. I think that's it, right? I, because I think all the things that clutter up your life are kid-related stuff. Like I remember when I was a kid, it was always like Lego. Like I built something out of Lego, and then or or you know that that would go and go on a shelf, and I wouldn't want to break it up, right? right. Or like or like cards, or or like toys, or like like games, and like like even today, it's like Warhammer models and like fucking. Stupid little plushies and mascots and little toys and you know Simon's desk is always covered in in these things because it's hard to like like figure out what to do with with this Lego R two D two once you built it you know where does it go like yeah. and Simon's always building this stuff because he really enjoys the physical act of like putting stuff together but you know what happens when you're finished with it does it does it go but it has to go back in the box and that box has to go on a shelf and then you end up with lots and lots of shelves lots and lots of these things and it's you like, should watch the movie the forty year old virgin. Um, for an idea of what happens to these things when they're done. Oh my god! Yeah, but no, it definitely is like toys and that kind of thing, which, which for me is like definitely like a major source of clutter because uh, I'm not I'm not actively playing with toys, and I think that growing older makes you automatically realise that you don't necessarily need to surround yourself with this clutter. But then yeah. again, no. my uncle, my my great uncle John, 
Uh, right. God bless his soul. I think he's actually still alive. Uh, I haven't <laughs> spoken to him in a long time. <laughs> Sorry, John. Shout out to Uncle John. His house is full of clutter. Like, absolutely every wall is got ch- a china plate in oh. a frame on it. Like, all over the walls are like a whole wall of china plates. And the next one, a, ch- a whole wall of cases of thimbles. And every, oh. and, then, and then mounted on the seat, on like hanging around the ceiling, and every single room is like a t- Toby jugs, you know, hundreds and hundreds of these things. Like, nice. so much of just clutter in its place but it's all organized mm. it's organized, all very organized kind of chaos. feels like an old school tavern or like a kind yeah. of weird well medieval. i was gonna say i like i, I kind of like um you remember that movie the royal tannenbaums yeah the, i love um, that movie the house in that in that movie that had like um you know like the room full of books and, yeah, and stuff yeah. like so certain clutter can look like kind of kind of good right like um like you go into like some intellectuals house and they just got fucking books everywhere and like piles of papers and my, my friend's dad had a, I got a time proper for that. study like when i i go around to his house and yeah his, his wall-to-wall dad, bookcases yeah, and stuff but his mum and his dad didn't get along right she was waiting for him to die so she could get the house and sell it like that was literally it she, they were pretty open about it they'd been married for a long time they were both too lazy to fucking remarry i guess so he had this study and it was like a proper old dude study. Like he smoked in there, so it was just smelled smoke all the time. But it was cool because it meant I could smoke in there when I went around to my friend's house. And wall-to-wall ancient books. I don't know how many of them he'd ever fucking read. And he had like the old armchair with the fireplace and a TV. It was like this was his den. And I thought, awesome. I, I get it. Like I fucking yeah. get it. He had like an air rifle in the corner propped up against the, the, the wall, like just ready in case yeah, someone yeah. came in. A man space. It That's... was, it really was. And it, it actually inspired me in in many ways to become yeah. a really fusty, slightly smelly old man that sits in a room and smokes. I, in fact, I think in a way, that's what got me into streaming. That's what's happened. Yeah. Man, one of my <laughs> friends growing up, his dad was, yeah. was the same. That. He used to smoke like a chimney and um, he had, it wasn't like a proper, I guess the basement was like more of a, he's turned the basement into a man's den now. He's a big outdoorsy kind of guy, but uh, in Canada, that's like seasonal, right? Mm-hmm. So in the summer, he loves camping and he's got a canoe for portaging and stuff portage. like that. This is the same guy that we did the portage with. Nice. And mm. um, he's got all of his fishing equipment down there and stuff. And he's you got like a model racetrack. Back in Nam. But during like the <laughs> cold months when he can't do all of those fun things, he plays lots of like war games on the computer in his like a room off of the it's meant to be a dining room uh but they had all their computers in there and he would just like sit there in like ripped jean shorts with no shirt on smoking and stuff awesome and i always thought this is the kind of guy i want to be when yeah. i'm older i didn't realize it at the time actually when i was younger i was like i don't want to be like that but now that i'm older i'm like i want to be yeah, exactly I like it. that i get, I get it. why yeah. he was like that i feel like if i if i could go back in time i've thought about this a lot would it be cool to go back to to be like eleven, but know everything that you know now? Oh, I think it would man. be you. You'd be the smartest fucking kid ever. Oh, like you God, really you'd, would. You'd be able to hustle so much think as well, about right? It. it would be unbelievable. Think of all the lunch money that you could steal in very novel ways and stuff. Like you could absolutely run rings around these kids with this knowledge. <laughs> I was like, thinking of using it to enjoy life, but you just want to go. No, back I to would commit definitely crime. capitalize off the this <laughs> this freak occurrence where somehow I've teleported back to being an eleven year old with my current mind i yeah. would totally take advantage of that in every way i mean there, there's some there's some moral quandaries there's some moral quandaries <sighs> because i had a girlfriend when i was like 11 
And when I was like, you know, early years, 12, 13, stuff like yeah. that, I had a girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's, back it's then, morally you're very of, questionable you're, for you to be You're all to about be first a, base at that age, Yeah, aren't but you're you? a 43-year-old man now. Well, yeah. I almost am. No, I'm all about home runs nowadays, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's but what anime is all about. It's about a 43-year-old man in an 11-year-old's body, Exactly, right? that's fucked up. So you'd have yeah, to be pretty, pretty chased. Up. You'd have to be completely chased until you were like 16. But even then, I'm yeah. thinking probably 18, right? Before it's really morally acceptable. I, I mean, you could lay a lot of groundwork in that time, I guess. You could do a lot of priming. Get, you know? get, some, get some vines not, out. Not in a creepy way, though. <laughs> not, so what you're saying is you want to go back in time to groom children. <laughs> yeah. No. No, not at all. No. <laughs> prepare a whole load of Minecraft videos <laughs> to groom children with. What? <laughs> oh. No. All right, let's oh move on. This topic, this topic is fucked. <laughs> well, so is anime, and everybody seems to watch it, so jeez. I'm actually a 10,000-year-old demon in the body of an 11-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, oh shit. I don't know, though. You'd have to go through, you know, like, when you're 11, I don't know, actually. I think life is pretty good. when, you, when Like, your teens, though, are kind of tricky, aren't they? They're like, But you'd be the most confident teenager ever. Because you'd be like, no, the world isn't coming to an end because I I'm suppose, going yeah, you probably would be. But then, what if it was like one of those things where, like, at the stroke of midnight on the thirty-first of the twelfth month, you will revert back to being a forty-year-old? So you've got you, you know, you got like this girlfriend and stuff, and she thinks you're so cool, and the whole school thinks you're cool, and it's prom night, and you're just about to have the big dance with the girl and then the clock strikes midnight at prom night when you're 11 for some reason and boom you turn back into like her dad <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back that would just be Marty, the worst right we're still gonna fuck right it's prom night <laughs> oh my god get away from me <laughs> this bitch ain't gonna put out boys save your brother <laughs> <laughs> but that's how the story goes, isn't it? Like you can't go, you can't go back to being an eleven-year-old with your current mindset without there being some sort of catch at the stroke of midnight, right? Yeah, There's got to exactly. be some sort of yeah. transformation, or I mean, know, in the in the in the movie Big, when the little kid became Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks got laid, yeah, right, and everyone was like, "Cool, she slept with a child." What that's I'm saying true. is, actually, yeah. and at the end of it, she's like, gives him a sweet little wave, and it's like, well. You just fucked a ten-year-old or however old he is in yeah. the movie. Uh, it, it's weird. It's I weird. appreciate I, I, the wave, but I've seen your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruined now. Keep for waving, the rest of waving my life. from the dock when I charge you with uh, <laughs> yeah. abusing a minor, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's weird. right. The movie yeah. big is kind of creepy, but in a weird way, it's, I don't know the way they presented it. I guess it's not, but if you think about it, the uh, a grown-up's brain in the body of a child, like uh, what is it, the vampire Lestat? There's the, I think it was Kirsten Dunst when she was a child actor. She was in Vampire. Oh, yeah, Stat she was movie. a child actor, wasn't she? Yeah. She came up as a, yeah. But she was a, a old, but not she like was a like small child. She was like, yeah. She was like a young teen, but she was like hundreds, yeah, yeah. hundreds of years old in yeah. the body of a child. And again, I'm just saying that people that are super into vampire shit, like that's, you know, I'm pretty sure she was having sex in the book, but it's like, oh, it's okay because she's an old person's brain in the body of a child. Like, no, that's not okay. No. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's weird. That's kind of weird, How much yeah. of it is in the brain? Because then once you get down that road, then you're basically saying, well, they were a very mature 12. You know, it's like, no, that's not how it works. 
So let's stop the time travel. Yeah. We won't ever do this. All right? Yeah, let's not do that. We'll stop. We'll put an end to the time travel right now. Oh, yeah. good. Because yeah. it's yeah. starting to sure. seem like a, it's like almost like a, it's almost like a, like some sort of conditioning or some sort of thing like that maybe pedophiles use to yes, like, I think you know, it probably almost is. justify their actions or something. Yeah. yeah. And I think we should definitely avoid time travel. Also, can we can we stop any body switching as well? Yeah, any no body switching. Because yeah. the first thing anyone does in any fucking movie where they get switched into someone else's body is take a look down their top. Yeah. It always happens. And they're like, oh, they <laughs> like, squeeze nice. their own boobs. Yeah. Yeah. And then the woman just looks really uncomfortable in the man's body. Yeah. yeah. You know? Terrible. It's like, oh, this is gross. Where, where did you Do you not roll your T-shirts up into like sausages <laughs> or something? Yeah, this person do you just like pick through the washing basket in the morning Jeez. like an animal there's one clean basket and one dirty basket this is actually not a bad system i'm surprised i yeah. thought i needed sausage rolled but this this system of one dirty basket and one clean basket is just fine yeah it's that would be the mary condo body swap movie where yeah. a slobby 42 year old aka me swaps bodies and places with mary condo She's horribly disappointed with her situation. I'm just like, well, this is this is okay. This is the same. <laughs> I'd love a show like that where, you know, it's like one of those shows where the expert comes in and like, you know, helps you declutter and and like, you know, fucking turn your life around and stuff. I'd love a show like that, but the expert gradually um gives up. Ha- no, their standards Makes gradually lower as the series <laughs> progresses uh. and then they become these just fucking awful slobs who like make do. <laughs> like by the end of the series, they're just like, yeah, well, you just need one basket full of dirty laundry and another basket full of clean now, what laundry. We're going to do is scatter some Magic the Gathering cards around the end of this desk here, and then we're going to just put some Dota two plushies over here, just random ones. You know, uh, not this, that, it's not even a collection. This episode was meant to be about reusing old magazines to make birthday and Christmas cards for your fan, but you know what? Just don't send them. Anything? Who cares? Send them an email <laughs> card. It's fine. That It'll do. Great. I would watch yeah, that. I would watch that too. Well, like the you know those fussy eaters shows where the guy only eats cheese and onion crisps. Yeah, shit like that. Oh, those I would are like it weird, if eh? if the expert turns up and says your diet is terrible. He's like, just just try one of these crisps. It's it's amazing. <laughs> he just turns just into eats the a guy. crisp and then it just comes to a shot of them on the sofa, surrounded by piles of eaten cheese and onion crisp packets. He's just watching Mary Kondo on Netflix yeah. being like, we should be doing this. Fuck you, Kondo. I saw, that. I saw that. And there's a guy There's a guy who can't eat anything except for cheese. So, like, his his dinner was just a mountain of grated cheese yeah, on a plate. Oh, God. You'd feel so sick after eating that much you cheese. Know I like I blame, cheese. Don't get I blame, me wrong. I blame but. parents in all instances. Because there's no way this guy suddenly hit upon this idea when he was in his 20s. Like yeah. when he was young, you like have I, to have been enabled somehow, exactly. right? Like I've had kids over the house to play Someone with. Someone would have had to girls. buy him the cheese. Right? Hey, man. Hey, could you buy me some cheese? Yeah. <laughs> you buy me some mature cheddar. Can't. can't <sighs> they, they told me I can't buy any uh, fucking. What is it called? Something cathedral. <laughs> cathedral cheese. Cathedral cheese. I want some Monterey Jack. Get they some, won't sell it to me. The mature shit's on the highest shelf. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Get me some out. really stinky shit. Cathedral <laughs> oh city God. cheddar or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but I've had kids over and the parents said, I'm, I'm like, what am I going to cook them for dinner? And the parent says, well, they'll only eat either chicken nuggets and chips or pasta. I was like, oh, what kind of sauce? Oh, no, no, just pasta, like on its own, nothing on it. Oh, the kids love that. Yeah, pasta but it's like literally nothing. No, no, nothing. God, that's gross. This kid wouldn't eat cheese. It was just boiled pasta. 
And like, I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, that kid's going to be real hungry if he doesn't eat. Yeah, I keep a list of those kids. When they come to my house, that's the first and only time they ever come because I don't have time for that shit. Just eat. And if you're parent, if they say they don't like it, you know what else they don't like? Starving to death. Yeah. Just don't give them any fucking food. Just say you either eat your dinner or you go fucking hungry. Yeah. What happened to parenting? There's no book that says anything. It's a daily struggle to make sure that they don't eat fucking non-food like like, <laughs> like they'll eat anything you put in front of them it's crazy yeah like i don't get fussy eaters at all damn right fucking crazy what are you doing <laughs> fuck are you guys doing out there yeah ridiculous Jeez. anyway yeah then again what you could do is just do what fucking donald trump does the kids would love a yeah, trip get the, the burgers fucking, yeah, they yeah. Would. white house i'm a billionaire but uh have a wendy's burger on me it's on oh me. my god so donald trump is like my great uncle john yeah he he's just a big child does he have all of the <laughs> it all makes sense does he have a lot of clutters i i i saw this thing about donald trump where apparently like before before they did the apprentice donald trump was like uh, like a bit of a joke right they yeah. always made fun of him on saturday night live and stuff he was kind of like this washed up might have been billionaire sort of thing and everybody like just Alan everybody just sort of made yeah. fun of him and then uh they got the idea to go and do the apprentice I'm, I'm sure i've said this before they got the idea to do the apprentice and they wanted to you know they thought oh fuck you know this guy's got a lot of money we'll go up to his office and that can be the set you know we'll go into his his office must be really nice and stuff so they get to it's the top of, Legos, of trump tower or whatever the Magic the and it cards. was just like they said it was gross it was like hadn't been touched since like the 70s like fucking wallpaper peeling off and like damp spots on the carpet. Like a and fucking used car and everything. salesman's yeah. showroom. Yeah, so then they were like, oh, well, we've got to build a set now. <laughs> they were hoping to not have to build Jesus. a set and they had Well, to, that's yeah. what I heard because you told me this before that the, that the media, the, the, the sort of showrunners and stuff had created this persona around yeah. him, which then yeah. he latched onto. Yeah. And kind of it. became this persona. Yeah. And, and then, I think that's and then just argued, amazing. like, probably got him elected as well because people. And so, do you know what? Salacious shit t- TV created Donald Trump. Yeah. That's why Christine Chubbuck commits suicide. Did she die for nothing? <laughs> did she die for nothing? Think of Chungus. Probably Think did, of yeah. Christine Chungus. Fuck. Uh, don't do that, for God's sake. Man, oh man. Uh, I can't believe this, 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 I can't believe like the White House though. There's nothing worse than cold fast food, is there? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that was my first thought was, I like I've had burgers delivered. Like we actually, when we were at the the Bucharest. Uh, but wait, were they on Bucharest. heated plates though, or not? No, 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 because no, it ain't gonna stay. It's like a mound. Like if you go to McDonald's, by the time you get to your house or wherever you're taking the burgers, they ain't hot. They're never fast hot. food goes cold fast. Real That's fast. why it's called fast the food. The ones in the middle of the mound will probably still be a bit warm though. But, but right? warm isn't the same. You want a hot burger. You, you, I mean, there's nothing worse than a cold fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like chips. If you ever eaten cold chips, it's the worst food. I have. Yeah. It's horrible. It food. is the worst food. It is gross. You yeah. can't eat them cold. You can't eat them the next day. It's it's a disaster, right? You, you oh, eat by them the now way, or they're done. Just quickly, um, you know how you drink. When you, sometimes you'll come back to like a, a cup of coffee that's gone yeah, cold, yeah. right? Yeah. And you'll drink it and it's room temperature, but it tastes like cold. You know how the state thinks me happens with beer, but if it's room temperature, it tastes warm. Yeah. Because we, we say beer's gone warm, but coffee's gone cold, but they're both the same temperature. Uh-huh. Just let that just explode your mind for a second. What a fucking zen, it in. It really zen has statement been. from Lewis there. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 
My mind is still in the same state it was uh, five seconds ago before you told me that useless story, actually. Mine okay. is in a, a lower state. You've actually annoyed me with that. <laughs> God, I feel like just like a little bit vexed now. <laughs> I actually don't mind cold coffee. Like, I, I don't mind it. I, think, I drink cold tea all the time. Yeah, I always forgot I have it, it and I don't want to waste it, so I just drink it. I don't it. mind a bit of iced coffee. No iced tea. It's fine. You know, no, no, More but it, it's, it's, honestly, it's I used to hate it. Once you've had kids, you, you never get to drink a cup of coffee to completion while it's hot anyway. Like, you'll have a sip and you have to put it down to go and rescue someone or stop something happening or break up a fight. And then you forget about it, you come back, you're like, oh, I never drank my coffee. But you've got so little time and so little energy, you ain't going to make another one or reheat that shit. You just get used yeah. to drinking it cold. It's fine. It's no problem. Warm beer isn't the end of the world for me either. I mean, don't get me wrong. A cold beer, there's nothing like it. Oh, like baby. A ice cold beer. But yeah, if, it gets, if it gets warm or whatever, it doesn't bug me that much. I could go I'm for a cold like, beer right now. It's 11 oh, a.m. God, really you know could. when they... When it has like the condensation on the side of the oh bottle, like because it's so cold. Oh shit! You know, I love it. I love it in America. They never do this in the UK. Not that I've seen. Is the glass is frozen cold? You yes. know what I mean? So they it's like, like a ice frost. The glass. It's almost like yeah. a frosted glass. Yeah. Like when you crazy. first touch it, you leave the little icy fingerprints on it, like where you've pushed it through yeah, the frost. It's nice. You take that yeah. first sip of cold beer, washes down your throat. Especially oh. when you live somewhere really fucking humid. Like uh, oh, where man. I grew up was super humid. Like Florida's pretty humid. Yeah. New York's fairly humid. Those places in the summer, if you have a beer that's in one of those frosted glasses, oh, there is nothing like it. Oh, Fuck man. me, it is the best. Oh, jeez. Just... You know, you know that movie Ice Cold in Alex. It's a, it's about, um, it's a, it's a black and white movie. World War Two. They have to make this journey across the desert uh, to to get to, I think, Alexandra and uh, Alexandria. And when they get there, they go up to the bar, and the, the first thing they do is have a, have a beer. And it's it's um. It's honestly the, the greatest beer drinking scene in cinema history. They used nah, it in Nah, come on. The one in Shawshank Redemption's got to no, be dude. the best. No, dude. When they're Th roofing. This one's better. Right, but then it's like he's doing it to win them over and everything. Like, I get it. But this... uh, yeah, but they look so refreshing. They look so fucking hot up there on that roof. Dude. Like... Dude. These guys just went through the fucking desert. And it, honestly, when you watch the movie, <laughs> it's like the worst, dustiest, hot, shit fucking desert. And there's like Germans around and it's miserable. They're all covered in sand dust. Weeks, yeah, but weeks it's black and white. You can't even see the gold beer, though. Like it, no, but you can sense it. And when he hold, he looks at it like lovingly for a moment, and then he sips the beer, and you think, I, I wish I could have that horrible experience just to have that beer. That that it would be worth it for that beer because it would be the best beer you've ever drunk. Another scene that I uh, that I always um, I always associate with uh, hydration and uh, and feeling good after being hydrated <laughs> is that scene in in the Three Amigos. You know when they're <laughs> in the desert and they're all really fucking dry. Oh, I love that. And like and and Lucky goes for his cantina and 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 there's no water in it. And then Ned goes for his and and sand comes out of it. And then Dusty just like some sort of fucking human camel <laughs> he's got all of his water <laughs> chevy chase is just chugging it back and it's like the most refreshing scene you've ever seen in your life oh man and then he, so like, he rinses his mouth he's like washing his face he just throws it on the floor right it's just leaking yeah. out goop, goop, goop. Like, and there's another scene in in three amigos as well where this is like I, I don't know if this is some sort of like chevy chase meme or something but in every movie i've seen him in he always seems to bite into something very crispy or crunchy or like stringy that he can't quite and and there's like a like a scene that lasts about five minutes with him just like sort of eating this thing because it happens in national lampoon's christmas vacation as right. well remember when the turkey is like overcooked i think it's just 
trying to La- eat lack it of as originality. well. I mean, they're like, Chevy, yeah. we need a scene here. It's like, what if I do my old bit where, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't quite eat this thing. It's yeah. too stringy it's tough and to crispy. Eat something. Uh, sure, whatever. Or maybe it's yeah, contractual. Okay, Chevy, just do it. I'll do the movie, but only if there's a scene, quite an extended scene where I struggle to uh, eat something. <laughs> yeah, and Three Amigos, it was the the bat. Remember, they have to, they're cooking bats. <laughs> they have to eat the cooked bats. I checked out like five minutes ago. Can we finish this podcast? Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Let's wrap it up. Bye. Let's wrap it up. Happy Bye. 2019. See you soon. Bye. <laughs>